Okay, tonight let's discuss a topic that uh, came up tangentially uh, on today's daf. It's going to come up uh, at length in the next couple of weeks, and it's a topic that relates to uh, to our lives every single week. Won't be the usual uh, one theme throughout. We'll just have a little couple of ha'aris uh, here and there about the concept of Kavit Shabbos. Where did it come up? It came up in the Gemara Masech Shabbos in the Medicine Gemaras on Daf Kufyud, where the Gemara talks all about different types of. Uh, medicines that were not allowed to use based on the cheyrim of the Yamshel Shlomo already, the cheyrim of the Gaonim even earlier, that we are not allowed to use medicines mentioned in the Gemara. We don't know exactly know what they are, we don't exactly know the ratios, and if we use it, it's not going to work, and therefore we'll make fun of the Gemara, and the uh, could be Nishtanu Ativim, the uh, physical makeup of people uh, has changed over the centuries, so we're not allowed to use it. But either way, there, the Gemara mentions that for certain... Um, Sicknesses for Yarkona, for jaundice, one takes a Reisha de Shibuta de Milcha. Somebody takes the head of a salted fish. Shibuta de Milcha. So, this Gemara, on Dafkufyurim Abeis, in the medicine Gemara, Shibuta de Milcha, is not so well known. But what, what is that Lashon? Where does that come up? So that Gemara is well known in Mesechah's Kiddushin. Kiddushin, on the first daf of the second parak, the Gemara tells us, on daf Mem Aleph, that there were some number of Amoraim that they themselves made sure to take part in Kavit Shabbos. The Gemara says there, Kihadur of Safra Machrech Reisha, Rava Malach Shibuta. There it is. Rava salted the fish on Erev Shabbos as a Kiyam of Kavit Shabbos. So this helps us get into a little bit, plus the Gemaras that are going to come up uh, over the next couple of weeks. We're going to have Kavit Shabbos related to clothing and Kavit Shabbos related to uh, other preparations as as we will see over the next couple of weeks. Maybe we'll talk, uh, make a couple of Ha'aris about Kavit Shabbos tonight as a as a lead-in to, to those Gemaras. First, just to review before we get to the sources on the sheet, to review the Rambam. The Rambam writes in the end of Hilcha Shabbos, in the last parak, in Parak Lamed, the first 28 prakim are all about what you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. The last two prakim are about the Asa. But the essays, that's generally how it, uh, how it goes. You have a mural Akum stuck in there as well. But uh, the last two prakim are about Kiddush and Avdallah and the mitzvos, Asay. Says the Rambam in the third, the Parak Shloshim, Arba'advarim Namru B'Shabbos. There are two mitzvah, four mitzvahs that are said about Shabbos. Shnaim and Atar V'Shnaim Yediver Sofrim. Two Daraisa and two Durabanan. Ve'hein Mufurashin Ha'edihanavim. And they're explained by the Nevi'im. Everything on Shabbos is based on Pesukim. Shebet Torah, Zachar, V'Shamar. The mitzvahs daraisa are Zachar, and everything included in that. Kiddush and all the positives. V'Shamar and the Losases. And V'Shen is Parashoi. The Anavim, Kavad V'Oneg. Kavad V'Oneg. The Ramam already spoke about Kiddush in the previous parak, but then he asks, Ezel Kavad. What is Kavad Shabbos? What does it mean, Kavad Shabbos? When we're about to bite into something, we say, Oh, look, Kavad Shabbos. As we'll see, that's not so exact. As we, uh, <laughs> when we say that. Ezeo kavod. So what is it? So the Rambam gives many examples. Zeo shamr chachamim. She mitzvah al adam lirchot panav yadav arag liv bachamin be'erev Shabbos. Taking a shower on Friday is not just because we're hot and we need a shower, but it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah de Rabbanon of Kavit Shabbos. Umisatev betzitzis. And wrapping myself in tzitzis. There, there's not really our minhag to wear a talus on Friday night. There are the minhag of some, but, uh, but either way, that's considered a preparation to greet the Shechina. The Yoshi Bekovid Rosh, sitting with anticipation. Mechalak palas panea Shechina. And they used to gather in groups. Like the stories from Tzfat, they used to go out and, and greet the Shabbos Malka. And the Ramam continues, Bekovid Shabbos, Sheyil Bash Nikia. 
Wear clean clothing. We'll get back to that. And the Ramah continues and says, some items of Kavit Shabbos are about what you're not allowed to do. Not just what you have to do. One is not allowed to have a set Kavua meal late Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon, if it's already after chatzos, that is not the best time to wash. Right? What about even Shabbos morning? So Shabbos, uh, Friday morning. So the post can say, the Shulchan Aruch discusses, if, if it's an unusual, unusually large meal and it's a short Friday, then even in the morning I have to be careful. Unless the day is kavua, meaning if it's a bris. So ain brera, you can't push off the bris. Or if it's pigeon aben, as we discussed in Mitzvah Shir today, Mitzvah pigeon aben is on day 31. If day 31 falls out on Friday... So then, ain brera. There's a there's a suda that day. So if it falls out that day, then there's no choice. But if it doesn't fall out that day, we are not supposed to make big misibot on Friday, even in the morning, unless it's a very long day and we'll have plenty of appetite going into going into Shabbos. So not eating on Arab Shabbos is covered Shabbos. Again, it doesn't mean not to taste the food. But it just means that not eating two ones fill, going in with an appetite. And the and the Ram continues. Misader Adam Shulchanu Be'erev Shabbos. V'yavah Bishina Sarachel Kazayas. We have to set the table, even if I don't need it. Meaning, let's say I'm eating out Friday night. There's still a kiyam to set the table on Erev Shabbos. Put down the tablecloth. Even if I'm eating out both meals, the table should look different. It's Shabbos. V'chein Masada Shachal B'Motzi Shabbos. The Ramam says also on Motzi Shabbos. The Ramam Shita, there's a parallel. Shabbos is cordoned off before and afterwards. Right? The Ramam Shita is Kiddush and Avdala are both part of the Mitzvah Daraisa of Zachar Asiyah Mashabbos Lakad Show. The Ramam Shita. So the Ramam continues, and it's based on the Gemara, that we have to have a set the table on Motzi Shabbos. It doesn't have to be set in the same way, but just to be mechabed it. Bekinisa so, so. Everything is Lukavit Shabbos. And then the Rambam says, Even though a person is very chashuv, it's not his derech to go buy things from the marketplace. He doesn't usually do menial labor. It's a mitzvah to do it himself. Great Rashi Yeshivas are in the supermarket. That's our Gemara. They used to salt, they used to chop the wood, they used to get everything ready, get the candles ready. We mentioned just Derek Agav, the beautiful Ha'ara uh, Rib that the Dafka, the man, is supposed to set up the candles. Not the woman. The woman lights the candles. The man's supposed to set up the candles. And it's Marumaz and the Mishnah. Remember the Mishnah, which Mishnah? The Mishnah that says that women have to be makpidos on three specific mitzvahs, nida chala and atlakas aner. And Rabbi Kivayegar on Mishnahis points out there's a lack of parallelism. Nida chala ner, it should be. Once you're saying hatlakas aner, you should say hafrashas chala and prisas nida. If you want to say the verb along with the noun. So why do we say Nidachala and Hadlaka Saner, emphasizing the Hadlaka? So Bikiva Eger on Mishnayis says it's to emphasize that the Hadlaka Saner is the mitzvah on the Isha, but the Hachana Saner and setting it up, setting it up is a mitzvah on the man. That's why Hadlaka Saner is on the woman. Midin Kavit Shabbos. Sending on Midin Kavit Shabbos. We didn't have a shear, but Hadlaka's neighbors might be both, as we'll talk about soon. But at least setting it up is Kavit Shabbos. And the Ramam says, If anybody is marbe, and all of these items, Hareze Meshubach, right, like the Seder, right, not too many phrases where we have Hareze Meshubach in the Rambam. The Rambam says, That's Kavit Shabbos. 
Then we have Oneg Shabbos. Says the Rambam, Ezeo Oneg. So we all many times put it together, but it's two different phrases. In the Pasuk in Sefer Yeshayo, in the 58th Parak, Parak Nunches, two different phrases, one about Kavit, one about Oneg. What's Oneg? Ezeo Oneg, says the Rambam. Zeshamru Chachamim, Shetzarech Lesakein Tafshul Shamein Biyoser. Have a real fatty piece of meat. Umashke mevusam l'shabes hakolafim mamonu shaladam v'cholamar be b'hotzah shabes u'betikon ma'acholim rabim v'tovim harezem meshubach to have great meat to have great wine that's oneg and then the Rambam goes right into the meals chayav adam lechol shalos udos b'shabes achad the three meals and he goes into the eating and and lechamishna which is this week's parsha of um, learned out the three meals is also learned out from a pasuk in this week's parsha. And the Rambam says, Achilas Basar Vishtias Yain Bishabis Onegula. Fusha Yasa Yadumasekas. As long as he has enough money, he's not supposed to spend more than he has. Okay, good. This is the Rambam Kavid and Oneg. The Vilna Gon has a very important comment, which is quoted in any shear on Kavid and Oneg Shabbos, and where he describes what's the difference between Kavid and Oneg. The difference says the gra is before and on. Everything that one does before Shabbos is Kavid Shabbos. The Gra is the one that says it explicitly. It's in Hilchas Yantif. It's not in Hilchas Shabbos. The Gra writes it in Hilchas Yantif when he's discussing that on Yom Kippur, you only have Kavit. You don't have Oneg. Because you have to get dressed in nice clothing. That's just Kavit. You get, get ready. But then you set the table. But you don't eat. You set to put the tablecloth on. You put the candles. So says the Gra on everything we do before Shabbos, taking a shower, getting everything ready, setting everything up. So that's me din. Covet Shabbos. Enjoying on Shabbos, taking a nice walk, and eating, and taking a nap, if one is Zoha too. Right? So then that's Onik Shabbos. That's Onik. Covet and Onik. Those are the differences, says the, says the Gra. And again, there are, sometimes you might have items that overlap. Like the Briskarov says, or Chaim says that candles, both, candles I set up before Shabbos, midin of getting it ready, because whenever there's a special time, I'm having a, spe- I'm having a Sheva Brachas at the house. I'm going to set up nice candles for the ambiance on the table, Kavit Shabbos, but then I enjoy them on Shabbos, as one has to light candles in the place of enjoyment, so that is Onik Shabbos as well. So that's why the Ramam writes it in two places in Hilchah Shabbos, one uh, out of Kavod and one out of Onyx. This is the Graz commentary on the Rambam and on the Shulchan Aruch. We have Kavod and we have and we have Onyx. Good. So that's all background. What fits very nicely into the idea of Kavod, and that is preparing for Oneg, is an important comment, a well-known comment in this uh, discussion of the Nitzif. And now we get into the uh, the sheet that you have in front of you. Source number one is the Sheiltos and the comment of the Nitziv. I gave you some of the uh, Hemek Sheila, but we're going to do a little more expanded version as well. The Nitziv makes the Ha'ara that when the Sheiltos, Rav Achoy Ga'on, right, when he has the, his commentary on Parsha, it's a halachic commentary. Brings halachas, uh, various mitzvahs discussed on the parsha. So in Zos Habracha, all the way at the end of the Torah, he writes, Sheilta, to Machaivin de Beis Yisrael, Lamavid Mitalalta, Umesava Shiva Yome. Every Jew is obligated to build a sukkah and to sit in it for seven days. Tichsiv, Chaga Sukkah's Tasa the Chashivas Yamim. Sit in the sukkah for seven days. By Sukkah's Tetra Shivas Yamim Vichulu. Wonderful. So the Gorada Shoto says, you have to sit in the sukkah. But if we read it closely, he didn't just say you have to sit in the sukkah, which is the mitzvah, but he said, Not only to sit in the sukkah, but first he says to build the sukkah. Asked the Nitziv, 
Why is the Sheotos including building the sukkah as part of the mitzvah? There's a Yerushalmi that says, okay, you make a bracha on building the sukkah. But Me'ikar Adin, there's no mitzvah to build the sukkah. That's just what we would call a Heksha mitzvah. It's a preparatory stage for the mitzvah. Right? It's like uh, cutting off the lula from the from the palm palm branch. Like cutting the shofar off of the ram. It's a Heksha mitzvah. It's like going to buy material to build a makkah. Right? To build a, to, a, a fence on my roof. So why does the Shilto say this? Shilto doesn't say this by other mitzvahs. Right, a mitzvah to build and to sit in the mitzvah to sit in the sukkah. The shulah doesn't say it's a mitzvah to write tefillin. No, it's a mitzvah to wear tefillin. There's no mitzvah if I put the if I if I put the tzitzes onto the bag and I leave them in my drawer. So I'm not doing the mitzvah. I don't make a bracha on that according to what we paskin. And yet uh, there are the the sieve here by the mitzvah of sukkah says it's a mitzvah to build. That is the question of the nitziv. Why does he say build the sukkah that is included? So if you look in the shiltos that you have, uh, also it's a separate sheet. Those listening out there, if you want to look in the shiltos, it's again kuf samachtes. So the shiltos says lechora right at the beginning of os aleph uh, pirish lemavid mitalalta hainu yeshiva. Pashas to, to make a sukkah. Hainu, yeshiva sitting in the sukkah. I'm on the right side. By Os Aleph. And then it's if. V'naka Rabbeinu, lishnu tekro, dechziv ta'aseh. So, you might, you know, uh, glance over it and say, he doesn't really mean it. He's just quoting the language of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Chaka sukkah ta'aseh lecha. He doesn't really mean it. He means, make a sukkah to live in. And to sit in. But don't take it so seriously. Then it says, that's what you might say. There's also a Mishnah Nadarm that uses the language of the, of the, uh, Pasik. Where the Gemara said, the Mishnah there in Nadarm says, are you allowed to make a neder against the mitzvah? I make a, pr- I promise I will never shake a luluf. I promise I'll never blank. And one of the examples given, I promise I'll never build a sukkah. Build a sukkah? That's the mitzvah? So again, there, the, the Mishnah, the Mishnah Dharam uses the language of building a sukkah. Building a sukkah, sitting of the sukkah is the mitzvah. Why building the sukkah? So the, the Nitziv says that the cumulative evidence makes us think that maybe it's not so pashit, that we're just quoting the language of the Pasik, but we don't really mean it. Maybe there's something of import here that we have to focus on. Abal, he says a couple lines down, It's difficult to explain the Nitziv this way, to the, the Sheoltos this way. Why? Because look, look at the next two words of the Sheoltos. The Imkain, Lamai Kafal Rabbeinu Dvarav, Lamevad Ulamesiv. Right? There's a mitzvah, if, you, if he just meant to build it, but he really means to sit in it, he wouldn't have said both verbs. To build it and to sit in it. So if he says to sit in it, the first one must be pretty literal. To build it. Bishlamalakasa, find the Pasik has to say Tasa to teach me various halachas. But the Shiltos is telling us a halacha. So why to build? So says the Nitziv, Ella Nira Lilmo Milashan Rabbeinu. And this now is also in source number two, if you want to look at it in there. Nira Lilmo Milashan Rabbeinu. So what you have to say is the afalgav the iker mitzvah sukkah hu yeshiva. Even though yes, the iker mitzvah of sukkah is the sitting in it. The haasiya ena ella hachana, and the building is only preparatory, but still mikamakom yeshba mitzvah. Building a sukkah is not like other preparatory stages for mitzvos. Why? Basher hachanazu ksuva batora vechashuva mishar hachanis. If the Torah goes out of its way to mention a Heksher Mitzvah, so then that is unlike other Heksher Mitzvahs. It doesn't say anywhere in the Torah, cut the shofar off of the ram. It just says blow shofar. 
doesn't say cut the shofar. So therefore, there's no significance to cutting the shofar. It's just result-oriented. Just get it done. And even if, uh, you know, if a non-Jew get, that cuts it off, doesn't matter. Just get it done. It's just a preparatory stage. But says the Nitziv, every once in a while, there's only about seven or eight of them in the entire Tanakh, where the Torah or the Navi ex- explicates the Heksher Mitzvah. Not just the Mitzvah itself, but the Pasuk explains, it doesn't just tell us what to, what the end game is. This is one of the examples. Chag HaSukkah's Ta'aselacha. Ta'aselacha Shivas Yamim. Make a sukkah. Make a sukkah. Sit in a sukkah. But sukkah's Teshu Shivas Yamim. That's the other Pasuk. But one Pasuk, Chag HaSukkah's Ta'aselacha, that's called the Heksher Mitzvah Ksuva Batorah. And that has different Hawachas. The Chashuva Mishar Achan is the Mitzvah Shedek Ksuva Batorah. What makes it more special? Because the Torah mentions it. Why, did the, why does the Torah pick these and not those? That's a, that's a more difficult question. We're working backwards. Once the Torah mentions these, then we can say these have special status. You shall write, there's no start writing the mezuzah, there's the kviyas mezuzah, putting it up on my door. No, even the writing has special significance because the Torah says it. That's not like So, where do we see what are, where are some halachic nafkaminas and what are other examples? And that's what's going to bring us back to Kavit Shabbos, as we'll see soon. But what are other examples, halachic examples of Halachas that would depend, oh, if it's actually Mitzvah Ksuva Torah, this applies, but if it's not, then this wouldn't apply. Well, there's one Gemara. Let's see the Gemara. Again, back into, if you look back into your Nitziv, into the uh, Hamak Sheva, third to last line in the first column. Venire. Bottom right. Venire. The Hadi Isa Bimenachas Daf Membeis. The Gemara says in Menachas. Rev Adabar Ava Rami Chute Umevarech Laso Sisis. The Gemara Menachis has a shaklavatarya where it goes through that a couple of the Amaraim made brachos on Heksher Mitzvos. Made brachos. Rav Ada Barava made a bracha when he put tzitzis on his baguette. We say, L'shei Mitzvah Tzitzis. We don't make a bracha. But we say, okay, Kavana, but that's not, that's the only, right? But he made a bracha. And the Gemara goes through, Vashas, Shaklavatari Tuva. Umach, the Gemara says, I, how can you say you make a bracha putting the tzitzes on the beged? What about tefillin? What about sukkah? We don't pass, can you make a bracha on, on any of these? In Mabarachan Alasiyasan. And the Gemara's maskana is, what do we hold? We hold, you only make a bracha on the final stage of a mitzvah. What's called, Asi, as, what's called Asiyasa Gemar Mitzvasa. The final stage, not on putting the tzitzes on, but on wearing the tzitzes. Not on building the sukkah, but on sitting in the sukkah. The final stage of a mitzvah, that's what we paskin. Chazal, we're only masakin brachos for asiyasa gemar mitzvasa. Asks the nitziv, top left now, second line. Ulech kasha, heich sal gedaitach to Rav Adabar Ava, levarech al kol achanos, mitzvos. Did Rav Adabar Ava, who made a bracha on putting tzitzes onto your beged, did he make a bracha on every hechsher mitzvah? Before he took out his saw and took the horn off the ram, he made a bracha on that. Before he bound his, his dal and minim together, he made a bracha on that? Every haksha mitzvah? Says the Tziv, how could that be? And also, he says, it's interesting why the Gemara only chooses specific questions on Ravada Barava. The Gemara only asks from sukkah and from tefillin v'chulu. The Gemara doesn't ask from shofar and lulav. 
Says the Nitziv, you know why? Because this is Hanafka Mina number one. The only Hava Mina that you'd make a bracha is on a Heksha Mitzvah Suva Torah. We Paskin, you still don't. But the Havamina, at least, is there, can, can you fathom that there'll be an opinion out there that will make a bracha on a preparatory stage of a mitzvah? Yes, by a hechsher mitzvah, ksuva Torah. And that's why the only examples the Gemara there in Menachas gives, it's amazing, are examples of hechsher mitzvah, ksuva Torah. It's an amazing pickup by the Nitziv. And that's why tzitzis, va'asulahem tzitzis. Asulahem tzitzis. And sukkah, right? Chagah sukkah And tfil and mezuzah, as we said. Those are the only ones. G'dilam ta'asalacha. V'yavagav she'ein ze ikr v'gmarim. Yitzvah mikamakom. U'achar dexiva b'lashen mitzvah zaseh. Chayev levarich. So says the Nitziv, that is nafkamina number one, whether there would be a havamina to make a bracha or not. The Yushalmi even says you make a bracha on some of these. You make a bracha on building a sukkah. We don't paskin that way. But the Yushalmi even paskins that way that you do make a bracha on, on building a sukkah. So nafkamina number one, is there a havamina to make a bracha? Number whether it, according to Ravada Barab, according to, it is a mitzvah, but it's not one of the it's not one of the six thirteen. What do you mean it's a mitzvah? We have to say. In other words, his is Yesh ba I don't know if that means it's a it's a branch of the daraisa. I don't think you have to say it's drabanan. It's daraisa. It's daraisa, but it, it's a halachically recognized hechsher mitzvah. It could be a da'oraisa, but that's not counted as a separate one of the 613. It's an offshoot of these mitzvos. If you do only do this and you don't do the uh, the real one, maybe it'll, you know, maybe you'll never get credit for this. It might be a mafreya, so that you really, it wasn't considered a hechsher because you never got to the mitzvah. Could be that it's, it has, it's conditional, but that is, uh, that's what, that's what the Nitziv says. Number one, would there be a havamina for a bracha? Number two, the Nitziv says, would we apply, again, we're not going to read the whole Nitziv, but the Nitziv says, would we apply the principle of mitzvah bo yosemi b'shlucho? It's better for you to do it than for your shliach to do it. That's the Gemara and Kedushan that I quoted before. Would we, do we don't apply that by all mitzvos, mitzvah bo yosemi b'shlucho, only by certain mitzvos. So it says the Nitziv, maybe would only apply that to a heksha mitzvah ksuva batora, and not by Hechshem Mitzvah Shein and Ksuvah Batorah. So the Nitzvah says, what's discussed there in Kiddushin? Marriage. Mm-hmm. Marriage. Kika Chishisha. The Gemara says, it's better for you to get married yourself than to have a Shliach. So Bizman HaZad, we never use Shlichem. But Bizman, right, Bizman of old, when they did Kiddushin 12 months before they did Nisuin, and they took 12 months to make sure I had enough money and, and to get everything ready. So they, they didn't want to, wouldn't want the girl to, to get, to, uh, get married to somebody else. So they would send the Shliach. If they wouldn't be able to go there. Kiddushin. So, the Gemara applies. Mitzvah yosmi b'shlucho. Is Kiddushin a hechsher mitzvah? So it depends who you ask. If you ask the Rambam, that has nothing to do with us. According to the Rambam, getting married is a mitzvah itself. It's not a hechsher mitzvah. So that sugya has nothing to do with us. But according to the Rosh, in Ksu, beginning of Ksubis, marriage is a hechsher mitzvah for Puravu. There's no mitzvah of getting married. So then it's beautiful. Then it says, Mitzvah bo, Yosemite b'shlucho. Why? Because what is it? The Torah, marriage, is beferish in the Torah. Ki kachishisha. Even if it's not a mitzvah, according to the Rosh, it's a hechsher mitzvah k'suvah b'torah. And therefore, the principle of Mitzvah bo, Yosemite b'shlucho, can apply to hechsher mitzvah, specifically, haksuvas b'torah. So you have, would there be a havamina of a bracha? Mitzvah bo, Yosemite b'shlucho. Would we apply, says the Nitziv later on, and with this one we'll finish, Oseik b'mitzvah, pater mitzvah. We would apply, if I'm osik in the Heksher Mitzvah, would that be a strong enough to say I don't have to do other mitzvos? So suggest the Nitziv later on, maybe you would say that by a Heksher Mitzvah, 
Haksuba Batora. That it is strong enough because it itself has the status of a mitzvah in, in certain regards. So there are other nafkaminas, but this is the Nisif. But so what are the other mitzvahs that we have this by? So we have it by, again, summarize. We have it by Sukkah. That's the Sheiltos. We have it by Tzitzis. We have it by Mezuzah. We have it by possibly marriage. And says the Nitziv later on, we have it by, on a, on a Durabana level at least, by Kavit Shabbos. Why? Kavit Shabbos is based on a Pasuk too. It's a Pasuk in Shayo, but it's a Pasuk. Right? It's based on a Pasuk. So Kavit Shabbos could also be a Hechshem Mitzvah Haksuva Ba Psukim. Not by Torah, but Pasuk. And Memewa, it has special status, like the fitting in with the Grah. Fitting with the Grah that says it's everything you do before Shabbos, so it's a Heksha Mitzvah. It's a Heksha Mitzvah, so getting ready for Oneg. They kind of work together, but it could be that's why Mitzvah Mosev Mishluch applies, Dafka Bayit, as we saw in the Gemara Mitzvah's Kedushin. Marriage and Oneg and Kavit Shabbos. Those were the two, the only two Mitzvahs, or Heksha Mitzvahs, in Shas that have that principle applied to it. But again, this in itself works very nicely with the Grah of Heksha Mitzvah. Uh, good. By the way, it could also be part of, again, it's, um, that, that Lashon that I started off with the Rambam, we say, oh, it's actually like Suba Torah. It is in Navi, but in a deeper sense, Kavash Abbas is part of Zachar, which is also a Mitzvah Daraisa. We have other examples of the, of a Dindarabanan that is really within a larger rubric of a Daraisa. The details of Dindarabanan. But the larger rubric can read Daraisa. Did I give you some examples of those? I think I, yeah, I think I did. If you look, by the way, I gave you the Rambam and the, I gave you the Rush about the marriage in source number four. But if you look in the continuation, the Rambam Menuchas Avel writes that we have many mitzvahs durabanan. Mitzvahs as Eishel Devreim, Lavaker Cholim, Lanachim Avelim, right? Biker Cholim, Nichem Avelim, Hotzoas Ames, going to Levaya, going to a wedding, walking guests out, Levayas Archim. And the Rambam says, even though all of these are rabbinic, they're mitzvahs durabanan, they are included in the larger framework of which is the Daraisa title, the Daraisa framework. So you can have mitzvahs derabanan that really are also a kiyam Daraisa of a, a larger category. The Rabbim says the same thing by muksa. Muksa is in the world of derabanan. All of muksa is derabanan. But if I don't fulfill muksa, I might be violating, the Rabbim's Lashon is, laman yanuach a positive idea of menucha on Shabbos, if I violate all the uh, muxas. Two examples in the Rambam. Details to Rambanan, but on a Daraisa level, it does have some ramifications. So it could be Kavit Shabbos is related to that too, because the Rambam that I started off with in Paraglamid, the Rambam says there, four items said about Shabbos, two Daraisa and two Divrei Sofrim, he puts it together. He puts it together, doesn't say it's Daraisa, but Kavit Shabbos might be part of still making Shabbos that special day. Good, that is all part one, the largest discussion. Just a couple other Ha'aris, more Lamaisa related to, to Kavit Shabbos, just to keep in mind. There are many sources that discuss that the key of Kavit Shabbos, which is supposed to bring to a proper Shabbos experience, is to have Shabbos as a different day. Shabbos is different. That's the key of Kavit Shabbos. It's supposed to be a, a different day, but make it unique. The Rambam writes in Hilcha Shabbos, we read it before, but I said we'll come back to it in source number 8. My weekday dress and my Shabbos dress. Even if I wear, even if I live in Chutzla Aretz and I wear a suit every day to work, I should have different suits for Shabbos. Oh, I'm dressed already. No. 
Different suits for Shabbos. Vim Emo Bahakla, but the Ramam says if somebody is so poor that they don't have, Mishal Shal Taliso. Those days they used to wear robes with uh, like togas with belts. So the aristocrats used to have lower their belts. Uh, they 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 uh, they raise themselves up. Everybody's an aristocrat on Shabbos. Says the Rambam on Shabbos, you don't have another robe. At least lower your belt. Do something on Shabbos to make it different. The Vilna Gon says uh, he's quoted as having changed everything. The Vilna Gon source number nine in the Maaser Rav. Top to bottom, literally. Everything is, everything has changed, everything is Lakavit Shabbos. Everything is different. We should have different uh, shirts and different, everything, everything is Many have the, the custom of having a different talus. And the Mishnah Baruch points out, and this has nothing to do with whether I'm going to be around people on Shabbos. Even if I'm going to be alone for Shabbos. I'm stuck somewhere for Shabbos. I didn't, I'm not wearing special clothes, Lakavit Acherim. It's Lakavit Shabbos. And therefore, I'm sorry, even if somebody is, if somebody's in bed, so then, you know, you don't have to wrinkle your suit in order to, uh, but if somebody, even if somebody's not going to shul, somebody's coming to the Shabbos table, yeah, one should try, if they can, to wear, to wear Shabbos clothes. Everything, giving children different types of, uh, treats on Shabbos, right? Making them realize that it is, it is a special day, it is a, uh, unique day. There is a fascinating Me'iri. It's really, it's a, it's, it's a, it's Yerushalmi, but the Me'iri quotes it. He quotes it, I gave it to you, he quotes it in both in Shabbos, but I gave it to you from his uh, Hakdama to Shas, in Source number 12. Source number 12. Says the Me'iri, he quotes a Yerushalmi, look on the third line. But Talmud Ma'irav, Bamem Ma'ango. how do you, how do you enjoy Shabbos? This is getting a little bit into Onik Shabbos as well. But how does one enjoy Shabbos? So, Mar Amar B'Sheinu, Mar Amar B'Talmud Torah. It's Machokas. One says sleep, and one says learn. Below Pligid, it's not a machlokas. It's not a machlokas. Who are we talking about? Kan b'talmud chacham, kan b'balabais. Are we talking about a talmud chacham or are we talking about a balabais? That's the, that's ad kan divrei Yerushalmi. Right, I, how are you supposed to enjoy Shabbos? Sleeping or learning? Oh, it depends who you're talking about. Which direction does it go in? Who's who? Says the Meiri, and even though most Mefarshim explain Shahat Talmud Maango Torah that it's the Talmud Chacham that enjoys it through learning because that's what he enjoys. The Balabayis B'Sheina and the Balabayis by sleeping—that's how most explain the Yerushalmi. Says the Meiri, I think it's just the opposite because the point, and this Meiri is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. This Yerushalmi is quoted by the Raman Shulchan Aruch. That we should do different things on Shabbos. If somebody is learning, learning, killing themselves the whole week, they need to relax a little bit. Sleep a little extra on Shabbos. A balabat, and somebody who doesn't learn so much the whole week, then they're busy with other things, then they have to learn on Shabbos extra. He says, V'husha ratza, sh'atalmud sh'kol z'man lo hu Shabbos, v'lo yifan al-libo gambi yimei ha'chol v'ramolamiyim, atalmud chacham, who spends his whole week in ruchniyas activities, tov lo shi'ani gaswa b'shabbos b'shena. He should get some physical enjoyment. Right? Get refreshed. V'yaniach ha'seichol min ha'leus, v'lo yikra m'bnei zeh machni. He's not called a sinner, because he's doing this in order to get refreshed for the following week. But somebody who... Is if who can it can me for who im can can me shalamad ba'usashad. If you're doing it to get refreshed, is as if you're learn. You get credit as if you're learning at that moment. If you're doing it just to get refreshed, mashenke in the balabayis who does not learn the whole week. So we should all, uh, you know. Then uh, he says we should 
be involved in learning. And I gave you the Ramah. The Ramah is in Reish Tzadi, source 13. He says, he quotes this Yerushalmi. It doesn't mean that we should just spend the whole day. If somebody talks about spend the whole day eating and drinking and sleeping. They should also get some spirituality out of it too. But uh, at least there should be some difference. So, number one, Shabbos is a day that is supposed to be dif- excuse me, different than the rest of the week. Number two, when does the Mitzvah of Kavit Shabbos start? When does it start? Friday morning? Chatzos Friday afternoon? Not. The answer is it starts already on Sunday. It starts on Sunday or Mosi Shabbos. Right? They say these stories of, of women used to set up the Shabbos candles on Mosi Shabbos for the following week. Those are holy women. Those are holy women. But, but that's the mitzvah. The Gemara says in Zechus Beitza, famous Gemara. The Gemara says in Beitza Tezayim, beginning of the second parak. And he said about Shammai, the whole week he was thinking about Shabbos. The whole week. He finds a, be- a great, a beautiful animal. Omar Zeil Shabbos. He used to save it for Shabbos. Then on Tuesday he found a nicer animal. So he ate the first one and said, this one's for Shabbos. The whole week he was thinking about Shabbos. Hillel was on a different level. Hillel always found something and he said, you know what? I'm going to eat this. Hashem's going to help me find something else. Even better. So the post can say that we don't we're not like Hillel in this way. We're not we're on the level of Itachan. We could go like Shammai. We find something nice for Shabbos, we could we could keep it for Shabbos. But the whole week, the Ramban even writes, that's why, that's the source of saying the Yom every day. Saying the Yom itself is from the Arizal. But saying the the the, the, the phrase before the Yom. Hayom Yom Rishon Shabbos. That line is from the Ramban. Why? Calling the days of the week, Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, lit Shabbos, lit Shabbos, so that itself is, is, um, part of the mitzvah of Zachar as Yom Shabbos Lakacho. That's what he says in Source 15, the Ramban writes in next week's Parsha on the Aseris Adibros, Fialderach Abshat Amru, Shei Mitzvah Shinizkar Tamid, Bechol Yom Esa Shabbos, Shalonish Kachayu, not to forget, Evalonis Chalif, Lobeshar Yamim, and not to get it confused with other days. Right to help us remember. The Gemara even says, I didn't give it to you. The Gemara even talks about amazing case in the seventh parak in Shabbos. What happens if somebody's on a desert island? They have no idea what day of the week it is. No idea. So what does somebody do? The Gemara has a machlokas. They have to count. But the question is, the day that you realize, oh, what, what, where am I? Is that the Shabbos? And then you start Shabbos Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, or is that the Sunday? The Machlokas, do you do six and one and then one and six? Machlokas, different reasons why. But either way, the message is you, uh, you have to be in a context of Shabbos, even if you're totally wrong. You have to remember my separatious. And counting in units of seven helps us remember. And that's what the, the Rabban says. So line 11. The Goyim, right, they, they name the days of the week based on the Yamim. Right, Sunday's the sun, Monday's the moon. Right, every, every, it's based on Avodah Zarah. Yikru b'chol yom sheim b'fnei atzmo, or sheim osam esharsim kinotzrim, or based on the servants, right? Like the right sun, the sun and the moon. But b'nei Yisrael monim kol yomim l'sheim Shabbos, echad b'Shabbos, sheni b'Shabbos, because that is part of the mitzvah. Every day of the week, the Rachasholchan points out Shabbos is mentioned seven diff- in seven different parshas, right? Because every day of the week we're supposed to focus on. Focus on Shabbos and look forward. There's even a beautiful Arachayim HaKadosh in Parshas Kisisa, where Arachayim HaKadosh says on the Pasuk of Shamru B'nai Yisrael as a Shabbos. We say it every Shabbos morning. V'shamru. What does it mean V'shamru B'nai Yisrael? 
They saw guard Shabbos. So he says, maybe it's like the verb v'shamar in Parashas Vayeshev. When Yosef told over his dreams, it says about Yaakov, v'aviv shamaras hadavar. And what does Rashi say there? Shamaras hadavar, yoshevu mitzapem masayavu. He waited expectantly, seeing when is it going to happen? When is it going to come? So the Rechaim HaKadosh connects that Rashi to V'shamru V'nei Yisrael Zashabbos. Yoshevu Mitzapem Masayavo. We we sit with anticipation getting ready for Shabbos. So... Work on Sundays in Israel. So in Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Sunday is Sun. Sunday's Yom Rishon. Sunday's not right. And then uh, the other countries, you know, we have to, you have two Shabbos and Lachas v'Shalom, right? You have, and sometimes people look forward to the wrong one even more. Rachman Litzlan. But but Baruch Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, you don't have a problem. Sunday is Sunday. Friday is Erev Shabbos. That's why many people don't worry. So Shabbos is different. Is the Kavit Shabbos? The starting time starts at the beginning of the week. Interesting, just to point out the language, and then we'll uh, then we'll finish up uh, the language of the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch when they speak about Kavit Shabbos. The Rambam's lashon in Source 18 is regarding somebody who has to do with one's own body. The Rambam's lashon is Chayiv Chayiv Lasos Dvarim Shein Latzarach Hashabbos Begufo. Shezeu Kvodo. Chayiv and Begufo. It's very strong. You look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch toned it down a little bit. Shulchan Aruch says the Lashon of Yishtadel, which we can't translate based on our modern Hebrew, which means try. But it's not the same as Chayiv. The Bir Halacha there discusses why he changed it. Why he changed it from Chayiv to Yishtadel. Maybe he understands that it's not as, as much of a Chov Gomor, but either way, it's a strong... Strong obligation, and and the you know we have to try to do our best. The Aruch Hashulchan has a radical, unusual um, suggestion here that uh, that is not accepted lahalacha and shouldn't be accepted lahalacha, and that is the Aruch Hashulchan wonders why many men don't take part in Shabbos preparations. Why is that? Why is that? It's a chiv gamur. Says why? Right? Look at the Amoram and the Gemara. See, he says ah. Oh, Maybe they're Yotze through their wives. Ishtokugufo. That's what he says. This is not an Archa to make famous. But, one is to realize that's a, Ishtokugufo? No, the Gemara says it. You know why the men don't do it? Because they don't know the halacha. They have to do it. Ah, somebody once came to me and says, ah, you told you have to set up the candles, but I'm at work all day Friday. I said, I'm a radical. Do it Thursday night. Right? Well, you have to do it to, we have to make time. The language of the Shulchan Aruch is in mass, and the Gemara is mass, Yisader Shulchano. It doesn't say Tisader. Right? It's Yisader Shulchano. Right? He's just at the table. Right? So we have to be, make sure that we, we do everything we can in order to get ready for, to get ready for Shabbos. The Mishnah Baruch quotes the Alpi Kabbalah, part of Kavit Shabbos, is also doing Shuva. Source 24. Just like there's a minog of of Yom Kippur Katan on every Erev Rosh Chodesh to, to do some type of tshuva, looking back at the past month, looking to the future month, so too, at the end, every, the, the end of the week. So really, this is something that we have to, uh, to make sure we are, we are ready for. The Gemara even says, uh, again, skipping now, in uh, Shabbos Kuf Yutes, comes up in a couple of weeks in the Daf Yomi in Source 29, that two angels walk us home every Friday night, and if the table's set, they give us a bracha. If the table's not set, they don't give us a bracha. Right? So this is, that's what we talk about by Shalom Aleichem. So we have to realize that Shabbos is something that uh, we have to get ready for. It's a Heksha Mitzvah Haksuva Ba Novi, which gives it special significance. It leads us up to Oneg, and it uh, it's something even that Vishabur Rice, you're allowed to prepare 
prepare for Shabbos even before davening Friday morning. If you know there's a bakery that has chalas, that they're going to run out unless you get them before davening, you're allowed to go there, even though you're not allowed to do anything before davening. Because that's not called your own chafatzen. That's called chefzei shamayim. Chefzei shamayim. Right? That's uh, when it's allowed to even go shopping for Shabbos before davening if there is a if there is a need to. Just to end off with the words of the Chassam Sofer, I mentioned this in, other, in the other context, and then the Chassam Sofer says, isn't it interesting that, the, relates to what we said, the Umos HaOlam, they first, right, they have their day of rest on Sunday. They have it first. And then they have Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Sunday, we have our day of rest at the end. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Right? At the end of the week, we have our day of rest. So, says the Chassam Sofer, we always count down or count up to what you're excited about and what your goals are. So, we work to rest. To rest in the spiritual sense. So, we work up to Shabbos. Shabbos is the zenith, is the pinnacle, it's the climax of the week. And therefore, that's what we count towards. Other nations, they relax in order to then go back to work and to accomplish during the week. And that is not the goal. Our goal is to accomplish every day of our lives. But the ultimate goal of Shabbos, um, when the Yom Shekula Shabbos is what we daven for, but we shall be zochet to properly appreciate the mitzvah Durabanan and goes over into the world of Daraisa of, of Kavit Shabbos. Okay, we'll stop here.